It's time to light up a cigar and talk about business and cars. Are you ready to get the insider edge and pick up a few ideas that you can incorporate into your business today? Your host, Brandon Green, has 25-plus years in the automotive industry, with 10-plus years owning his own business. Together with a diverse lineup of guests from all industries, he's asking the right questions to get you the answers you seek. You got these landlords that uh, they'd like to fill up their parking lot for the businesses that pay them the rent, but then they don't want anybody doing anything. We get a special event. I mean, we come down to Gravoy Springs Plaza, which is in House Springs, Missouri. That's really got nothing to do with uh, South County, right, Jason? Right. But- Except for the fact that Fantasy Gym happens to own the place. Mm-hmm. So got a 100-car parking lot. You can come down. You can blast your stereo if, if the car audio shop put it in for you because we're going to check your receipt. There you go. <laughs> if you've got a tremendous exhaust system, we want to hear the motor, rev it up, rev it up. Yeah. If it's safe enough to where we can do a burnout, we don't care. Do a burnout, you idiot. You're just burning up your tires. We don't care. Mm-hmm. But come down there. we got four fantastic restaurants. One of them is a little ice cream shop, brand brand new. Which is fabulous. Fabulous. And then we're going to have a big old cooler full of beer, as we always have. So we come down and just have a party. Then the big parade is at, that that starts at noon. And then the parade starts at five, going up to Cruz and Lindbergh. So it is just a... That's a cool scene, too. All those cars going together oh, like that. That's so neat. neat. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Last year, it didn't happen. Uh, but the year before... We had the uh, sheriff's office actually shut down Highway MM and let us all go through as one unit. We had 100-plus cars going down Highway MM, which if you're a driver, and most of the people that have these cars like to drive them, is a very aggressive, uh, windy, windy, hilly, windy road. So we go down and have fun there, and then we hit Highway 21, make it up to Lindbergh. Everybody can split off and go wherever they want. I'm going to the after party at uh, Eurocharge St. Louis. Uh, Richline Motorsports will have a great after party. And uh, St. Louis Detail. Jason, you'll be up there for the yeah, uh, Auto Detail STL. And then Jack's Wax is going to have a little event. And there's probably going to be, you know, like went to the bar and the restaurants. There's yeah. going to be a lot of cool specials that night and reasons to get out there and support your yeah. communities. I tell you what, though, two of the greatest places. Uh, up there in South County, which is not right on Lindbergh, actually. It's again, it's by uh, Baptist Church Road there by by Eurocharge. That's a nice pizza. That guy has the best pizza you'll ever taste. Delicious, isn't it? Oh, it's phenomenal. And across the street is that new place that opened up a few months ago called Pretzel Pretzel. Have you been in there yet? Phenomenal. My mother-in-law's already hooked on them. They're good. I go there every chance I get. You can get a big soda and a giant soft pretzel with the hard crust on it. It's like uh, $3.99 for the two of them. Deal. And they're delicious, Uh, aren't they? Oh, it's fantastic. So hopefully they'll get on board next year as a sponsor because they've got a parking lot over there. I think 50 cars. Yeah. At least. Well, and Hessler's, they already show me love. And I, I went to Hessler's my whole life growing up. And yeah, stuff. Hessler's Pub. Parties and great stuff. Great burgers yeah. over there, right? And then that Liliana's right there is a new, newer, yeah. I guess, restaurant. And so that whole parking lot, if we get everybody involved, and that's my goal. Yeah. It's going to take time. You know, I'm in a marathon. This ain't a, this ain't a sprint. I got a place I'm going. And eventually we'll get there. Yeah. And we're, we're going to make it happen, brother. That's we're talking it. about Hell this yeah. April 30th event in... I had a one comment on Facebook uh, on Cruz and Lindbergh that I don't know if we can duplicate the success we had last year. And I'm like, no, 
No, if the, oh, we're going to kill it. The, yeah, it's going to be bigger, bigger and better. And, better. Mm-hmm. and then you ought to watch out for the upcoming fall show, whenever that date Jason decides to announce. Mm-hmm. Because all these things we have put into place just in the last 60 days. I think our first meeting was in uh, February. February, right? yep, yep. A few little things that we've put into place in February. Now give us another six months and see what this man can do. If you've seen some of his commercials on uh, Fairway Auto, yeah, right? yeah, I haven't even posted hey, got, that yet. Well, yeah. like, no, know. I saw it already. Now we got to give those guys some love. Jason over there and his gorgeous wife. I, I don't even know her name because <laughs> Lindsay. You Lindsay, can't, you can't even keep it straight. I can't even keep it straight. She is freaking phenomenal, and uh, it's a husband. She's not going to be one of your girls, Jim. No, I, 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 I know. You're interested in being a fantasy coach, works girl? Come on. <laughs> I, I realize that, but the the, the man is a, a very lucky man. He definitely is. <laughs> and it's a husband-wife team, which yeah. is, is phenomenal. Awesome. Just like you guys uh, here with you and your wife, uh, yeah. uh, Brandon, yep. Crystal, and uh, then um, oh, I, I, Jax I, Wax, right? I'd be broke if it wasn't for her. I've just got to say that out loud. And, yeah, me and too. she knows it. <laughs> me too. And, I, and I would have been, too. You know, she, she really saved our asses. But uh, there are so many more businesses in the South County area. And on the way up here to, to your podcast today, Brandon, uh, Jason and I were talking about expanding the route. Right now, we have uh, a route that's set up. It's called One Lap of Lindbergh. And we've created a circular route where you, you're you not forced to stop at any parking lot. So we don't really want to go where, where we're not wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So we're going to have this beautiful circular route that you can cruise and see some of the most phenomenal cars you'll ever see in your life. And there will be places that you can stop where you are welcome. Well, I tell you what, I will, um, I'll do something right now. Talk to us sponsoring the show and everything else. And, uh, we gave away a car audio system last year. Yes, you did. What we're going to do is for the businesses that are willing to sponsor this, we'll come up with some punch cards. And for everybody that gets a complete punch card, they will be entered to win an audio system. Oh, and awesome. it will be bigger and better than last year. Yeah. Love absolutely. it, brother. Appreciate that. How's that? Because like yeah, that, that gives me then excited. We, then we get everybody on the show excited. Then we can, then we can support the businesses. Yes. We can support everybody there. We can support everybody. Just run in. Hey, give me a punch. Let's hey, support the businesses. Yeah, it's like a, let's it's do al- that. It's almost like well, it's a, funny because we were just talking about yeah. that. That was one of the ideas I thought for this April event, but it, it, I only got so much bandwidth. And, yeah, and it's like great idea. We'll implement soon. But something where kind of like a poker run, where we're encouraging yeah, right. people to go into the business physically, yeah, get that punch card, QR code, yeah, taken care in, of, do something physically, go in. and then you go in. I don't care if you buy a soda, you buy something at this business and get it taken care of. You get your punch card taken care of, done. Right, you're you're entered in exactly. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, and, and we're gonna double the prize this year. <laughs> Perfect. And 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 Richline Motorsports. Uh, Came in with you last year, Brandon. On yep, the, absolutely, they and they were wheels. so awesome. Love oh, Richline; those guys are so badass. They are. I, I've never seen anybody so gracious as these folks. But they came in with a free set of wheels, so you got a set of wheels. Yeah, I'm running for about a f- this. Talk about Beck Becker and his uh, Dodge Aries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if he had a set of custom wheels and a super sound system. What else would he have needed? He's winning at that. He would point. already been Any winning. cars ready winning. to go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I love this. I love this. I really think that uh, 
And I'm looking forward to the April 30th event, which is literally coming up in the blink of an eye. That's, yeah, why, that's why I detailed my car already yesterday. But uh, And that's going to be at this on display at Eurocharged Indoors on display. I'll take the Orange Quest van down to the Gravois Springs Plaza with yes, the, sir. the big boom truck. But uh, what's coming up six months from now on this next one after we found out how much support Mm-hmm. you jason have gotten from the community oh, and yes. then these absolutely. videos that you've done which i think are absolutely tremendous they look sharp I, don't they i oh, wish i could take credit no no, no i don't want to say like, i don't want to say the badass. video looks sharp i want to say you look sharp All on right. there remember well, thank you. you are probably the if if we had to uh create a spokesman for cruising Lindbergh. We couldn't create the something guy. better. All you right. are the guy. I, I, I appreciate I love that, it. brother. For I mean, sure. this we, is, got, we got a fantasy Jason. Uh, fantasy Jason. No, even better than that. I mean, fan, fantasy Jim was a uh, figment of my imagination, and a lot of people bought into it. This guy is the real deal over here. This is how good he is. Everybody loves this guy. He's got so many friends. He's got a big personality, and I love that he is the spokesman for Cruz and Lindbergh. And all of us small business Absolutely. owners – can jump in and support this thing as a total package, uh, right? And and together we have so much power. Like that's what I think each one of those small businesses might underestimate. You were talking about leveraging social media. So many people undervalue a social media, the power of social media. It's just a tool that you can leverage. And a lot of people don't leverage it well. So one of my goals is like when everybody shares this one event and we all participate we all win. Every person, the person that came with their fun car, the business owner, that there's more taxes get paid, the county win. I mean, everybody wins. Everybody. Yep. Agreed 100%. And I just want to perpetuate that. You know what I mean? So, like, I didn't sign up to be cruising limber guy. I never had that intention. That wasn't my goal. wasn't part of my plan. <laughs> it just kind of happened. And I don't know why I didn't. Again, who am I to be? I don't own a shop. I'm not a... I'm not a car, race car guy. I don't have a reason other than this was my history. I think it is a good thing, and I want to do more of you it. You want to know why you got it? Because mm. God wanted you to have it. Exactly. You, Amen, You got brother. it, brother. And was, you know what? I was going to say, does he have some tablets with Ten Commandments on it? He's going up the mountain. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It was the right person for the right job. There you go. I you didn't know. know I was in training this whole time to be this guy. I didn't yeah. even know it. So you know? <laughs> it's fucking perfect, you know? Yeah. And. I love that it's you. I Thanks, really man. Do. I appreciate that. He is. He's a fantastic spokesman. I love the videos he's doing. I love his attitude. I love his voice. I love his face. I like his beard. Everything about him. <laughs> I'm a big old like, teddy bear. That's what everybody tells me. Yeah, about. and and he's got you guys. That you guys need me to leave your room. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> I, t- I, I, I want to get back to some business stuff, though. Okay, we because, we can we can. I tell you what, we'll because, run right back to business. Let's go back to business for a second. Let's do because, that. But you're gonna have to hand me a beer when we do. Okay, we let's go. do it right now. Sounds good. Oh, we're down to two. Oh, I'm good because I really I'm good. I have to. I'm good. <laughs> you're you're still good. I, I, may, I may have the last one, or I might not. Have <laughs> I got I got some more, but they're not. Well, I appreciate that. They're that, not selects. Go ahead, take take. I one. cannot. Okay, because uh, the one thing that that, uh, the car audio shop never runs out of is uh, ice cold beer. So it it, (laughs) It may not be the ones we want, but we always have something. There's always something in there. But so the car thing is fantastic and it's a lot of fun. And uh, the Cruise and Lindbergh thing is a tremendous event. There's no question about it. But this show is about business also. And 
I want to tell a majority of the people out there that are thinking about being business owners, okay? People that are listening to us as guys that are experienced or whatever, and, and, and I say that with a grain of salt there. But my advice to you is don't. Hmm. Don't be a business owner. Go and get a good job at something that you enjoy, that you think you're good at. Get a salary. Get a benefits package. Get your vacation and live your life. But as you're doing that, as you're being a worker somewhere, there is still nothing that prevents you from being an investor in real estate. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to be a business owner working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week and then spending my Sundays and Saturday nights uh, working on real estate because the big money, the glory was fantasy gym and the fantasy girls and the custom cars. That's the sexy part, right, Jason? That's the sexy part. But the money is made in the real estate because it always is worth more than what it was worth more yesterday. And you're always paying for that real estate with other people's efforts. So I'm going to tell you, if you're thinking about going into business, don't, don't do it because it's a freaking nightmare. There is a tremendous amount of work, a tremendous amount of effort. You will always be paid less than your employees are paid. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. You are always going to be paid less. So don't do it. But if you're a go-getter, go ahead and get into real estate in some form or another. And don't be, you know, my dad used to tell me, oh, Jim, you know, the people are going to be calling you at uh, at midnight mm-hmm. with a, st- a stopped up toilet. That's why I never got involved in it and so on. That's all bullshit. You can put in your lease anything you want, and I, and I could certainly advise anybody on how to be a, a good landlord and not have any of those problems. But if you are the one-tenth of one percent of idiots out there that want to be a business owner, and the, the thing I told you before, do you want to be the first mate of a big cruise ship or do you want to be the captain of a little canoe? If you're the captain, if you want to be the captain of a little canoe, here's what I'm going to tell you that will save you hundreds of thousands of dollars and hundreds of hours of effort, wasted effort. Whatever field you want to get into, and of course, the guys sitting here in this room are in the custom car business or in the real estate business. I don't care what it is. If you want to be a business owner, you need to go to work for the most successful business of whatever field it is that you are into. So let's say that you want to be a restaurant owner. So the first thing that you do is you go get a busboy job at the most successful restaurant in your town. Okay. And then from busboy, you learn how to be a cook. And then from cook, you learn how to be a waiter. And from waiter, you learn how to be a maitre d'. And from maitre d', you learn how to be an owner. And then once you have mastered all of those facets of the most successful business in the career that you want, then and only then do you go and open up your own business. Don't do it the stupid way like I did and other people do <laughs> and think that, you and know, me too. Yeah, yeah. It'll I, all figure itself I, out. I'll figure it out <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and I'm just going to do it because I want to do it. 
save yourself years of effort and a lot of heartache and a lot of headache and a lot of money and go learn how to do what it is you want to do from the best in the business now, from the best in the business, and then go out and do it yourself. And then you can be a successful business owner. Hmm. Can I throw something a little behind that? Oh, absolutely. I love you, brother, but I'm going to disagree <laughs> slightly. Okay? And the reason I'm going to do that is because I agree with everything you just said. Um, but I think that's where the mentorship comes in. Mm. You can learn from other people's mistakes, other things that other people have done. I I learned from you. Like you had said, you know, you didn't have the mentors and stuff that you would yeah. like. So – I personally think that if you want to do that, get with the right people, get with the right mentors. Also, I agree 100% with what you said and learn everything you can about every facet of the business you want to be in. I agree with that 100%. But I also think that there's some ways to um, accelerate that accelerate that process and get a mentor Get a get somebody you can get behind. Like I would like to learn some real estate stuff. You know what? I'm gonna fucking talk to Jason. This yeah. is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna talk to Jim here. You know. So I think there's a, a nice little balance that needs to happen there. Personally, I, I agree, and I don't know, like, um, because I'm an entrepreneur in my heart. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm making trades at the lunch table at school. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm always just hustling and just, I've always done a lot of different things, trying to figure out who I am kind of, uh-huh. but I will agree that like, man, it's so unfortunate in life. The mechanic who's really good at fixing cars decides I'm done getting paid 30 bucks an hour. Dude, I am that fucking mechanic. Yeah, right. I know exactly so, what you're, and, and like, and you say think, it, man, if I had my business, I could be that. Fuck that guy. I'll do it myself. And then you find out real quick that there's a lot of pieces to business that are not. Oh, I know how to do it better. Yeah. Well, you know how to um, fix the car better. You don't know how to fucking run the goddamn business. Exactly. Better. How to do marketing, how to do, how to do accounting, how to do. That's what business is. And in all fairness, sometimes you do know. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say that out loud. So <laughs> sometimes that happens. This is true. This is true. I've worked for some great fucking owners and worked for some fucking idiots. Right. And you so, learn from both those experiences, I, right? And that's the biggest part is yeah. I learned, I probably learned more from the dumbasses. Yeah. How than I did from, it? you know, yeah. yeah. How, how not to, <laughs> how not to do this. Don't yeah. fuck this up because one thing with the human psyche and everything, I don't want to get really crazy or anything, but you know what? Everybody always remembers the bad things. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And so you, you always remember, I mean, even as a child or even as whatever, you always remember, oh, the shit that went wrong. Or, oh, mom was mad at me at this point. Mom, you know, or dad was pissed off and beat my ass at that. <laughs> you know, whatever it may be. <laughs> but how many people remember the good times? Yeah. You know, and that's, and there's two lessons here. Number one is you got to remember those bad times and remember what happened but and take the lessons from them. But also... You got to take that and remember, holy shit, there were some good times. You know what? Holy shit. There were some things to learn from there, too. So, you know, so sorry, don't we get too sentimental or something? But with what we were talking about and everything, man, I I wanted to say that. Yeah, it's. I I don't know what the good times were when I was working freaking 100 hours a week. (laughs) All my buddies, all my buddies were having fun. They were out goofing off and doing this and that and going out to partying and so on. And here I'm at 
some four-family flat in South St. Louis after putting my 60 hours a week in, six days a week at Fantasy Coachworks, and I'm scraping off 12 layers of flowered wallpaper <laughs> from uh, some room somewhere, and my wife is right next door to me, a college graduate, valedictorian, whatever. So I, I don't know. The mentor program, I think, is I 100% agree with you on that, Brandon. But basically, that's what going to work for somebody who's the best. Right? I agree. That, that's that's the experience as well. I agree. Yeah. I, there is no, I agree with the experience. There is no, no exchange for experience. Absolutely. I agree with that. The same as I look at there's no replacement for displacement. You know, I mean, it is what it is. You <laughs> right. Know? Right. But, 454 big block. <laughs> <laughs> but let's face it, Jim. Look where you are now. It's the same. It's a, well, I mean, where, where am I? I'm an old fat guy, you know, with some zeros in my bank account. And I spent my whole life working my ass off. But, but I'm 100% grateful for where I am because of what I can do for my children. Mm. Okay. That's that. That's, 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 that's it. Right exactly. You, but every, you, you every, have two awesome boys. And I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry, brother. That's right. But, you know, you have two awesome boys that you have done a great job raising. You've created a great businesses. You've done a lot of things. You know what? Life could be fucking worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's, there's absolutely no question about it. I'm, I'm just saying that the very small percentage of people that really want to be and everybody says the word success. That's the wrong word. If you want to be in, the, in business, success doesn't necessarily mean money by any means. Agreed. 100%. You know what I, what, I, what, I, what I was most proud of for my years in business was the numbers of people that I was paying that were supporting, supporting their family. Their family. Yeah. I was like, holy cow. You know, the, these 25 people out here are yeah. supporting their families based on the opportunities and, that I help to provide for them. And that's, and I agree with that hundred percent. I got, the, I got the most satisfaction out of that. Being, out of all the other, you know what? And, and I will say this number one is so nice to know that. And I agree with you hundred percent. You know, it's nice to know that, Hey, I'm doing something and helping provide some jobs and stuff like that. But you know what? It's also a hell of a lot of stress Yeah. to think about, you know what? I don't, I, I, I don't have, I'm not worried about crystal and you know Zach and Aiden and Emory, that that's not my worry. You know we can, we can figure it out. I can make us work. Mm-hmm. I can always go back and do another job. Always. You know I've done welding. I've done painting. I've done you know car audio. Obviously for a while, I can always go do something else and make some money mm-hmm. and make sure my family's you'll, good. You'll be okay. Your people will be okay. Semi-professional motocross racer. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close to semi. No, no, it was extremely bad amateur, but whatever. And, but no, what I got to worry about is, you know what? I got to worry about my guys. I got to exactly. make sure. And it's not just my guys. I don't have to worry about Dan and Cameron and uh, Gary. And, you know, I don't got to worry about that. What do I got to worry about? I got to worry about their families and their kids and their, their standing flames and what yeah. they're doing for their future. And what, mm. how do I make all this? You made a great point, Jim here. And that's, big, that's, that's a big the, responsibility, but that's the fucking stress. Mm-hmm. That's the part. How do I fucking build this enough to make this good for them and feed everybody? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Cause big, I, big, and I want to make sure their kids, you know, have a good, big, big responsibility to, to be involved in other people's families 
and making sure. And it's a a very special type of person that really cares. Mm -hmm. I I hear these people talking about all these business owners, uh, you know, they just want to rape their employees. It's like, you know what? I don't know any business owners like that. There are some. I'm sure there are some. There probably is. I've never met one. Any small business owner I've ever met was always concerned about his employees yep. Yep. and his customers. Everyone. And I agree a hundred percent. Everyone I, I, I've, I've ever met is the same way. I've never been a, I, I've never met a slash and burn type of business owner. And in fact, if I ever did meet one and I thought that was the case, I'd probably punch him right in the face Yeah, because a business owner is responsible for all of his employees and their families and the community that he's involved in all the taxes that are paid and so on. So Again, my example there of before, if you are dead set on being a business owner, and I know you guys are out there (laughs) because you're going to be just like me, is just simply don't waste all this time. I probably wasted 10 years trying to learn this stuff. I've fucked up a lot of shit, man. I'll be the first person to say it. I have. I, I mean, seriously, just think what six months or even one year of working with the best in the field mm-hmm. would be worth to you before you go out and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm. So, you know, if a guy wants to be a, own a stereo store, he ought to come work for Brandon green at the car audio shop. Uh, I, and, I can send you to a better place, but yeah, well, well maybe you can, but what I'm saying is that's, I talked to those guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, go to the best in the business. If yeah, you want to be an Airbnb guy, go over here to Jason and learn everything he's got to learn. My grandpa used to say, You never want to be a business owner because you're always training a trainee. And I'd say, what do you mean by that? Training a trainee? He goes, Jim, he says, you take a guy in that knows nothing. And the moment a competitor offers him 50 cents an hour more, he'll go over there. He said, or if he's really good, he'll go start his own business business. and he'll be a competitor of yours. Mm -hmm. So as a small business owner, you're always training a trainee and that's 100% true. That is, or, or, or there's number C. What's that? If you treat them right and take care of them, right. They'll stay with you forever. This is true. Well, I guess it depends on the business because you're dealing more retail, right? The nature of retail is turnover, right? So let's say like a restaurant. So my aunt has a restaurant up in North County and most of the people that would work there would work there for a decade. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. they were immersed as part of their family. You know, it was just a different kind of vibe. What this, what this comes down to, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, what this comes down to is creating culture in what you do and and how you do it. I mean, like having our corvées, and I don't mean to get too crazy into this, but I mean we talk about it a lot on the show. You know, talk having our core values, having our purpose, knowing what we're doing, knowing what the all every one of my guys knows exactly what we're working towards, yeah. knows what we're doing. I mean, every month we have, and I'm pointing at it right now. You know, we have a a, a thing up here where hey, this is what we're working for this month. Next month is going to change. Do I come up with little quotes, little things, things to work with them? And we're sorry, old. sorry, I'm going to interrupt you right away. I'm going to interrupt you. I got you. What'd okay. You? So back yourself up for a second. Okay. You're in 1980s. You started at a little van customizing shop and it was a really cool place to work, right? All you did was work on cool cars and you had these hot gals hanging around. 
You had a lot of fame going on, and you were paid better than anybody in the industry. I have paid my guys way better than anybody else, always more than myself, okay? And then you came to all your employees and you said, guys, I got this idea. We can franchise this thing, and we could be the next McDonald's. We could have 500 stores across the United States. You could be the vice president of this company, and you could be maybe you could make a hundred thousand dollars a year, maybe you make two hundred thousand, maybe you can make millions of dollars. Okay, so you think that because your vision is so clear and you have a process to do it, that your quote and I'm putting quotations in the air, your employees will get on board. Mm. I can tell you, no, mm. and I know exactly what you're saying right there. And that there's two things right there. Number one, I didn't even say it yet. No, I know where you're. I already know where you're going. Because you know it's true. No, go ahead. Go ahead and fish. What were you going to say, Jim? The the idea that an employee will have the same drive and motivation as you that will never happen. Exactly. It I, I'm just aware of that. Simply will never happen. Yeah. But here's the deal: you can never expect an employee to have the same drive and motivation as you. It ain't their money invested. It ain't their time invested. It ain't. And I know you're not a big Gary V fan, uh, Jim, but (laughs) I'm not necessarily not a. a, No, no, I know. I know. We've talked about it. All I'm saying is, but he makes a perfect fucking point about this. And I say that saying fucking for a reason (laughs) (laughs) is because you always say he's always saying fucking blah, blah, blah. But no, here's the deal. (laughs) They don't have all this invested. You're right. They're not going to care as much. But. If they can do 60, 70, 80% of what you do, and they can take you off that, okay, you can get one employee to do this, do 60%. Mm-hmm. We'll go on a low number. So then you get another employee that can do 60%. Well, they're already, they're already do, above your one person. They're already doing 120% of what you can do. You're paying them to take, get this taken care of, and you can go do the other shit. Okay, now you're moving up. You hire another employee. Okay, now you're into on the Wrong. low number. No, you no, Wrong. Really? Really? I'm, 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 talk, I'm only talking to you from my 68 years of uh, this gray hair. Okay. Well, uh, I, I, well, so let me, will let you me, let me finish first? No. Well, no. I'll let you finish. Let me finish first. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so you Jason, get these. You can jump in on this anytime you want. I'm, I'm listening. Go ahead. one man show. So, so. If you can get these employees and pay them correctly mm-hmm. to do whatever you need done. Whatever you need done. Because your job as an employee. Employer is to make sure they're take a taking care of, make sure the job is take, make sure you're bringing in everybody, be the face of the business, do all that stuff. Okay, so I don't. (laughs) So I I don't. I know know this is your podcast. No, you're you're fine, Jim. I'm perfectly fine with a a debate, man. We're good. I'm I'm, and I'm partially fucking with you, but I I tell you what. I know what you want to believe. Well, uh, and, and and I know what you're you're trying to say and believe me, that's what I believed. So it goes back to the pregnant thing. Nobody knows how many times you got fucked. So True. Let, let, let me let me tell you. So what you're saying is the guy that is the employee, he doesn't have the investment that you have as an owner, right? So you can't expect him to do everything the owner does, right? I agreed. Okay. Therefore, the franchise system should solve that, right? You bring in a guy in who wants to be a success 
and he spends his hard-earned money. He puts a franchise fee. My my franchise fee was twenty grand. Today, franchise fees are a hundred grand, hundred fifty grand. So a guy comes to me and says, "Jim, I I want to be in this business. I'm going to give you twenty thousand dollars of my hard-earned money, and I want you to teach me everything you know about this business." Okay, and I say, "Okay." What's your background? Well, I don't have any background in the automotive industry. I said, neither did I. What's your education? Well, I I, I went to a couple years of college. I said, well, I only went to six months of college. Well, I I really want to be successful. I really like the car business. And you say, well, you got more going for you than I had going for me. And you've got $20,000. I had $500. So give me the $20,000 and I will tell you every single thing that I did right and every single thing that I did wrong. Okay. And all you've got to do is follow this formula and you will be successful. And you know what? Within six months, and I was warned about this by the guy that set up the franchise for us. Within six months, every one of these franchise guys, just like a 15-year-old kid, knew more than I did. Mm. So they all of a sudden decided to change how they were doing this or that or the other. Right. And then their business, of course, went downhill or they didn't, right. didn't do what they were well, going to do. So the, the idea that I, I, I don't have the formula, Brandon, I, I wish I did. You have, as a business it's, owner. It's not a formula. And that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And, and one thing, we weren't talking about franchises before. I mean, franchises, somebody coming in as opposed to somebody being an employee and right. building a business is something totally different. I'd, I disagree there, too. A franchise is actually an employee of the, of the whole. No. Well, the problem is a franchisee owner thinks he's an owner. Exactly right. You're right. Which is he the problem when they think they know everything and they don't. Well, here, here you go. Because you think that an employee thinks he can get fired, right? Right. He thinks he can get fired. Yeah. Unless, an owner can get fired, yeah. <laughs> technically. Yeah. So uh, an employee thinks he can get fired. So there, that, that gives him some motivation to do the job right. However, a confident, knowledgeable employee knows he can go anywhere he wants and make the same amount of money or more. So sure. the same th- with a franchisee, he takes all of your knowledge and all of your information, just like an employee did, but then he decides he's going to tweak it and do something different with it. And then he has the uh, fear that you can sue him mm. and take him to court because you got a written documentation. Do sure. you, do it, does anybody that you know of in the, in business have a... You're skipping a couple of points that I made on making your argument, but I agree. I was going to say, does anybody that has an employee have a written agreement that their employee signs when they come on board? You know, I had a 50-page franchise agreement made up by franchise attorneys. Does any I, I never had any kind of written agreement with to an employee. To get a job, yeah, yeah. To get a job? Yeah. Are you familiar with that? No. I've, I've seen them. They won't stand up in court. Right, right. Yeah, because it's a right to work, so to speak, or what yeah. have you. But my point is, is that you will never separate an employee, even the best. I mean, the guys you love, the guys you trust, the guys that are family to you, you will never separate an employee from an actual owner. Hmm. It just never, it will never cross. What do you mean by (laughs) won't separate an employee from an owner? uh, In other uh, words, if, 
I don't care who your employee is, how much you value him, and how good you treat him. There's another business owner just like you in the same industry that can take that employee from you, guaranteed. Guarantee you he can take that employee. Because you know why? That employee is actually looking out for his family. He's not looking out for your business and your family, and he never will. He's only going to look out for his family, and he will go wherever is the best interest for you. Like like Grandpa said, for 50 cents an hour, he'll go to the next guy. Now, maybe it won't be 50 cents. Maybe it's a dollar. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Gr- a sign Grass is greater. I'm serious. So... I don't know where we're going with all this crap. No, I'm, but- <laughs> I, I, I'm good with it. Here, I think, me personally, and from talking about things and whatever, I, I know what you're saying, and I know it because I was the person that was there. I think some of this has changed a little bit, and I think people are more worried about where they're going to be and where they can be in 20 years as with a particular place. And maybe I'm wrong, and I and I could be. But I think it's going to be more about that as opposed to getting a dollar more an hour or, you know, whatever else. I mean, granted, a dollar more an hour is fabulous. But would I give any one of my guys another a dollar more an hour as opposed to, you know, be losing careful. one? You know. Be careful. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> Who's listening? <laughs> yeah, no, they're fine. They all listen to this. I mean – but also they come to me and be like, hey, listen to the podcast. Give me a dollar. Yeah, no, fuck you. But <laughs> but no, at the, you know, but they also know I'm going to be there for them for other stuff. And they would be there for me for other stuff. I think there's a whole lot more culture and a whole lot more other things that are more important than that in order to build up to that extra dollar an hour. Not that I won't give it to them. I would happily give it to them. But I think at the end of the day – it's that and then some as opposed to just the grass is greener. That's my opinion. And I know we may differ on this, and that's fine. But that's just my opinion. You'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jason over here, I got to point out one of the benefits of real estate again. Because a single guy in the real estate business can actually control literally millions of dollars of real estate. Mm-hmm. By himself. Absolutely. Yep. You do not need any employees whatsoever. You deal with contractors. You deal with tenants or what have you. Do you have any employees that you- Zero. Okay. So this guy over here, you know, flipped 100 houses. He's got 14 B&Bs. He's got the graffiti loft. He's on TV all the time. It's him. So he has not one single employee. So if somebody, uh, a quote, a key employee leaves- there's no such thing. He it is the key exist. employee. Exactly. Now, the, the the one downside to that, of course, is anybody could have a medical emergency or they could get hit by a truck tomorrow or whatever. And hopefully he's taught his wife enough to, you know, carry on or what have you. But that's the beauty of the real estate business that I have found uh, since 1977 is you don't need anybody. You know, it's only you yourself that is dealing with that. And, and, and I'm on coast at this point and, you know, $10 million worth of real estate. It could easily be 20 million. It could be $50 million worth of real estate. The work really changed. It doesn't change. You know, I, I work about five hours a week right now, 
just simply kind of maintaining what's going on. I see something earlier today. Sorry, again, I'm interrupting for a second, but I see something earlier today. Um, the group I'm in, one of their uh, things they do a motivational Monday every day, but he was talking about, he's like, um, you know, well, his mentor is like billion dollar guy, whatever. Um, not to mention any names or anything, but he's like, you know, what's another zero. You just, right. we're talking zeros and stuff. You know, it's at the end of the day, it's another zero, you That's know, right. but at the end of the day, you just do your work and it is what it is. And it's, it's, it'll be fine. Yeah. So Jason, on your situation, have you ever been a small business owner where you had to have employees or have you always been into real estate? Yeah. I've never really had like, I never had a store or I never had, I mean, I did have a construction company for a little while right before 2008. So I had a construction company, but they were all 1099. Like I never had an employee quote unquote. And again, I don't know. I learned, I, I listened to other people who were successful. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this, this, I, again, I'm not a, my aunt owns a restaurant. I have several relatives that have big businesses, lots of employees, lots of stuff. I just thought that sounds like a nightmare. I'm not that, I'm not that well organized. You know what I mean? Like I, I, yeah. I, I don't want that liability. I'd feel terrible if I couldn't pay my employee and I couldn't support their family. So I totally can relate to those struggles. Like yeah, those pressures are just terrible. And know? I, it, and don't get me wrong. I completely agree agree with a lot of what Jim's saying on some of this. Um, not all of it. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, we butted head numerous times. I mean, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But no, I. But he I, comes from his perspective. Yeah, everybody and has I, their own perspective. And I totally you know? understand that. You know that you got to rely on yourself. And I think I think maybe that's the point he's trying to make. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but whatever. Um, fuck it, it's my show. You're gonna listen to me now. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know. You got to rely on yourself and you got to make your, make the shit happen for yourself. Same as you with the real estate, same as him with the real estate and building fantasy coach works and doing everything he's done. At the end of the day, he's right. Nobody is going to care as much as you Mm -hmm. agreed a hundred percent, but let's face it. Who are you going to pay as much or more than you make? If you're, I mean, let's face it as owners, sometimes we don't make as much, but at the end of the day, we should be making more. Sure. So who are we going to pay to make just as much or more than we are that should care when they have no skin in the game anyway? Right. So, I mean, I, I, I agree with Jim 100% on some of this. Well, we're going to go 65-35. There you go. 75 <laughs> twenty. Fuck it, whatever. But no, um, but no, he's been in this a long time, and I greatly value his opinion. And I think that some of this... I think some of it's times have changed. Some of it has been, you know, when I grew up in the, you know, 80s and 90s, you know, you didn't trust the fucking business or you didn't trust that. But, but that's also because I wasn't around any of that, you know, I wasn't around farmers around this and whatever, you know, it was I totally gotcha. different fucking things. So sure. now that I'm there, I, I think there's a lot more there. And especially in the world we're in now, as opposed to what it was then. And I think he has, and by the way, uh, just for everybody listening, Jim ran the restroom. I'm not like trying to jump down his ass and turn off his mic or something, you know. <laughs> like, shut your mouth, Jim. Yeah, no, we've uh, we we've disagreed numerous times, so we're all good. Um, but yeah, you know, I think for me, I think it's more about building that 
culture and, you know, making sure my guys are want to come to work and yes. want to be here. Whether they make more somewhere else or not, they want to be here. For more than just money. Yeah. Yeah. But, the, but the, it's okay to understand that, you know what, some people may want, hey, you know, they may want something else or want something more. So I, I, I completely understand, you know. We're just talking shit about you. Now that you're back, we're out. I, I, I got to give you the best advice there is. It doesn't have anything to do with business. But, guys, whatever it is, find out what you can do to keep your prostate healthy. Because, <laughs> Start guys, early. I, I love it. I, I swear to God, you're going to get to a certain age and you're going to go, what the hell is wrong with me? You go to the bathroom, you try to pee. Okay. Then you hey, can, hey then Jim, you it's your pee. dick. That's my, the problem. My dick is in my hand. Okay, and and, and I keep stroking it. Not I'm here in front of us, by the way, just so yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely in my pants right now. But this but it's is not the a problem most, until it's a problem. Uh, oh my and then god, it's, it's a major problem. It is the most annoying thing, you know. So you got to take a piss, and then you can't piss. I think I just pissed on my goddamn pants over here. <laughs> but you pee, and you think you're done. You're not done, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm standing there and I'm, we're drinking beers all, all night here starting what at six o'clock. We yeah. drank a case already yeah. and I cannot pee. So whatever you got to do, I don't know, research it, everything, you know, the medical field keeps Okay. Going, so better, here's better, the new better, fantasy better. coach works girl. Yeah. She's, we need she's somebody mil- to milk my prostate. <laughs> I tell you what, oh, I that's actually, horribly I, wrong, but I, I, it's hilarious. I, I, I love I swear, it. I swear to God, I actually got excited when I went to the doctor several years ago about the prostate because he said, uh, "Yes, uh, well, I've got a, a patient, um, a, an older gentleman, and I told his wife that that she had to milk his prostate." And I said, "Well, what's involved in that?" He goes, "Well, she sticks her finger up his ass and starts milking his prostate." I said, "Well, you know what? I I might be in for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens." So far, it isn't. Turns working. out, no. <laughs> yeah, it turns out, no. It's, it's, not, it's not. It's not working. I still got to pee. That's awesome. Anyway, Jason. So we're, we're we're back to the whole idea that you've not had to have an employee, yeah. and, and you've had the real estate. And again, that's one of the things I just love about real estate. All the glory that you have being in the retail business and the. And dealing with employees, and a lot of them become your family. They really do. So it really breaks your heart when they leave or go somewhere else or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I do have a lot of uh, pride in some of the employees. In fact, I've got several right now that have very successful businesses, people that worked for me that uh, have businesses right now, uh, high-tech over in Illinois and uh, Eclipse window tinting and uh, first performance uh, window tent. Uh, there's probably four or five guys that used to work for me that now have businesses nice. that they support their family with. That's great. But what kind of the kind of the funny thing though is they're finding all all the bullshit that I had to go through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they used to just collect a paycheck on Friday. Mm-hmm. Now they have to deal with all the bullshit that I. Hey, had I was that guy. Yeah, you exactly. know what? Hey, yeah, and I'll I'll be the first person to say, you know what? I was told numerous times, you know what? You know how to fucking do it better? Go do it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guess what? I'm doing did. it. <laughs> All right, I can. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And sometimes they do. You know, these guys that are out there running their businesses now that used to work for me, I think, man, that's fantastic that you found a little niche market and yeah, and uh, absolutely and and you're doing well. That's fantastic. One thing I will say though, no matter what business you do, employee or entrepreneur or whatever you're doing i just real estate is like should be a staple 
right? Absolutely. You, you want to prep and have a little food. Maybe you got guns or gold or like you diversify yourself. Some Rolexes. Own real estate. Yeah. Because what's crazy about real estate, like think about you've been in real estate for a long time. Anything you bought 10 years before, you're grateful you bought. Anything you bought 10 years before that, you're super grateful you bought. Anything that your grandfather bought 100 years ago, your grateful grandpa bought that thing. Do you understand? Real estate over time, if you look back, you don't lose over time. Right? 2008 happened. I took some hits. But if I would have held on those properties, right. I'd be sitting pretty today. It's all about timing. You know what I mean? It's all about yep. what priorities you have. But here's what I'll tell you, too, because you buy real estate. You buy sticks and bricks. For yeah, me, as I a like real that. estate sticks and bricks. Yeah. For, as a real estate investor, I like to flip pieces of paper. You can make more money with a pen than you ever can with a hammer. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I can write a contract with you at a price and then write a contract with you at another price and make money. I didn't need credit. I didn't need money. I didn't I didn't have no shit. I just got to be able to lock up a deal and lock up a deal and get in the middle of it. I got friends that make six figures doing that. Yep. Like just flipping contracts. So anybody that says they can't do it, no. There's YouTube. Go watch some videos. Grab yourself by the balls and go do it. Go talk to people. <laughs> go write contracts. Yeah. Make magic happen. You know what I mean? The magic doesn't happen on its own. Somebody's got to do something to make magic happen. Yeah, absolutely. So, you got to do something. And most people are just not lazy is not the right word. They're they're entitled and they're comfortable and they'll settle for what they have. The right, comfortable is the right word. Because they settle. Like they go, well, this, this life isn't so yeah. bad. Yeah. And they no, rather. I'm good. I'm happy. You know what? I'm making a decent living. I'm okay here. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to strive for more. Yeah. I think I think that's the biggest thing I and see happening. people, I Like think- Jim was talking earlier. You know what? He said, he's like, you know what? I just. I don't know what it was. I wanted more, mm-hmm. you know, and same thing for you and same thing. I mean, it's just, you want something more Yeah, yeah for you or for your family or right. Like, yeah, there's no, there's no uh, rhyme or reason for it. It's a personality thing. Exactly. You know, but without and nothing against, I'm going to go out and say this right now. There is nothing wrong with somebody that gets a great job, settles in, Provides for their family, for sure. It has a great life for them, for their family, for their wife, you know, for their kids. I, I think that is phenomenal. Well, not one hundred percent. Not no. only is that phenomenal, that's who I wish I was. Sometimes, you know, because, you know, even today, I still struggle to do better. You know, yeah. to do more. If I was settled for a nice paycheck. And on Friday, I'm done with it, and I mm-hmm. go out and do whatever I want to do with my money, whatever it may be. Yeah. I mean, I envy those people. I envy, it's, yeah. it's almost a curse mm. to be an entrepreneur. Interesting. I, Don't you think? I agree completely. You it know, is. It's a curse. It's, you know, because, Jason, listen, look at yourself. you got four beautiful kids. Oh, my God, I'm so jealous of you. What's that little girl that's Rosie, got red hair? little redhead. Rosie. She's got a, little, oh, yeah. she's got a little, little redhead daughter. She is so gorgeous. And this guy has videos of, you know, going sledding and just going to the zoo and just, just whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, that is really what's important in life. It is never the money. It's never, you know, of course you want to feed your kids, obviously, right? You want to have good clothes and so on. But to have that attitude to where that's enough. I just, I, I, oh my God. I, I got I to so say something envious. right here. You know what? I'm jealous of this too, because I was the entrepreneur that I would do the same thing you were doing. 60, 70, 80, 90 hours a week. This guy will take the time. 
He's learned how to do it right. He's learned how yeah. to put his time in, do what needs to be done to make the money to support his family and do everything else. But then at the end of the day, he's got time to spend with his kids and everything else, which I fucked up. And like you were saying, you know, we spent a lot of time doing a lot of different things, but we weren't there for some of the, some of that stuff. I, I'm getting better. I mean, it's funny you say that because I'm only doing it because so many people told me. Just make sure you make that your priority. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, wish I would have done more than Yeah, absolutely. Like, money doesn't really matter. Like that. So I just listen to those people, and I try to do that as much as I can. Like, my kids don't give a shit about no cruise in Lindbergh. They don't care if I got a million dollars or five dollars. They want to know if we can go play Barbies, or we can go to the park, or we can go do whatever. So I will, like, I call it opportunity cost. So if I'm doing this thing, I don't have the opportunity to make money and do this other thing. So when I spend time with my kids, it's like... That's to me more valuable than any I could. No money could ever pay for what the time I spend with my kids. And I have a great relationship with my kids, you know, and I have four kids and they're all close in age and like they're all unique characters. So I have to handle each one different. And God bless my wife. I mean, she handles the logistics, right? (laughs) But I get to inject the fun because she's kind of like logistics, got to handle the 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 territory and dad gets come in and just inject fun you know so i've set my life up that way does that make sense like setting the life up that way and exactly what just said here and everything jim said you know what we're gonna fucking knock it off on that because that is a fabulous fucking point you got something more you want to add real quick i do do. jim's got one more thing i you know um brandon and his family has been over to the, the house and we've played volley backyard volleyball and swimming and barbecue nice and that is the most precious time that i've ever spent even better than racing but i want you and your family over at my place because it's all about family 100 percent. it doesn't it has anything to do with the money you make or whatever again like you said you want to feed your family you want to put clothes in their back but the whole idea of family is more important than anything else you can talk about. So I'm looking forward to all of us getting together. Let's do it. Swimming, playing volleyball, drinking some beers, goofing off. Sounds and awesome. That's that part about you know part of that is the the cruising Lindbergh thing. But even beyond that, that and the cars and so on. And if we happen to exchange a couple of ideas that we might agree with or might not agree with. So be it. Sure. But man, we get over there and just, I just love it. Have I some like fun. It. Have some it's fun. It's nice that you have a, pro- I'm just saying like not everybody has a house that can have a pool and a volleyball and right. Right. Well, then, yeah. I mean, I'm saying like to provide that. So like, then that brings me yeah. and my family and you and your family joy. And so these are all things that you've created. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you, you have this, um, not judgment, but like not maybe regret or like it's easy to look back and say, I wish I would have done this or that. Regret is 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 real. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Because time flies by. You got to listen to that song by Dirt. Yeah, by Dirt. Nah. It's a great song. Isn't that a great it song? Really is. Yeah, you got you to gotta listen to that. Yeah. But no, yeah, family is 100% the most important thing you can ever do in your life, no matter what. And then again. Don't get into business unless you absolutely have to. And if you have to get in business, learn from the best in the business, which is where you and I agree, Brandon. You're calling it mentorship and so on. I'm just saying whoever's whoever's the best in your field, go learn from them before you go into business. Or multiple people. Or multiple. I agree 100%. Absolutely. 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 All right. We're going to wrap this up. conversation, guys. I I have... (laughs) 
Jason, pronounce your last name because we, it's been a minute and I fucking forgot this <laughs> and we're shit. drinking. Forget him. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Le Cavalier. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Mr. Jim Smoot. No, 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 no. It's Fantasy Jim. Oh, no. Gym. I was getting there. <laughs> no. Uh, Cruise and Lindbergh. We are starting on April 30th. If you're not in St. Louis, get your ass to St. Louis. Yeah, Come absolutely. hang out with us. If you're listening to this, you probably fucking know me. So just come hang out with us. <laughs> Hit me up. We'll get it done. And uh, we're going to have a lot of good times. And, yeah, I think that's everything, at least for, uh, well, the, it, this is probably going to be at least two episodes. I don't know. We're pushing 220, 225. <laughs> uh, hey. You know what? Hey, it is what it is. We're hey, having a good having time. A good we're having a good man. Hey, if, sure. you're, yeah. if you're a friend of Brandon Green from the car audio shop and you want to come in from somewhere outside of St. Louis, you want to need a place to stay, you can crash at my place. We'll throw a, what do you call those things? A, a, I know somebody with some Airbnbs, say, too. I a place we can hook you up. No yeah, problem. Yeah. What, what, what do they call them? Sleeping bags? We'll throw some sleeping yeah. bags down or something. You can you hang go. out by the pool or whatever. We'll make it all work out. Absolutely. But you got a place to stay if you need it. That's great. I love you, Jimmy. That's great, man. I, you too, I really buddy. do. I love you, brother. So, yes. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jim, for coming in, coming in, being part of the show. I want to thank you guys and definitely support this, support the Cruise and Lindbergh thing, support everything, support all the businesses. And, um, of course, number one and last thing, go enjoy the drive. Have a great night. Love it. Thank you for tuning into the Business Cars and Cigars podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. 